Hi everyone, and welcome to the Replica Repost podcast where we talk about video games, science, philosophy, and politics. And in today's podcast, we will be talking about two very particular genres and games. Where on one side we'll have games like Halo, Call of Duty, and Battlefield. And on the other side, we've got games like Street Fighter, Tekken, and Mortal Kombat. First-person shooting games and fighting games have both been a large part in not just my gaming life, but a part of my real-life community and social life. And I'm sure many gamers out there have had similar experiences where their gaming lives combined with their real lives. Because playing these games didn't only feed my imagination and teach me about healthy and unhealthy competition, they directly led me to meeting nearly all of the lifelong friends I've been fortunate enough to still have around to this day. While it may be impossible for me to choose which I like more, I have a guest today who's going to have me defending fighting games to the death. We'll be using aliases to refer to each other, so I'm Replica Repost, and joining me today on the podcast is a longtime friend of mine and an avid FPS enthusiast we'll be referring to as Brooklyn Yankee. So welcome to the podcast, and whether you're a hardcore military shooting game tactician or a diehard fighting game competitor, just remember to kick back, relax, and enjoy. You got Pornhub on there, don't you? <laughs> you could probably put Pornhub on the Switch, yes. You probably you probably could. That's probably very accurate. And it's been freaking recording really. That's f- I'll cut all this out. I definitely won't. I'm going to definitely leave it in. I'll be in. <laughs> okay, so welcome Thank to you. the Replica Repost podcast. The what? Yeah, there you go. That's the name we're going with. So in this podcast, we don't use names. We only use aliases. So if you ever refer to somebody, like, as by their real name, fuck you, because I have to fucking edit that out. So I can call you Numbnuts the entire time. That's perfectly fine. All right, Absolutely. N- okay, Numbnuts, let's go. All right. So this podcast, you had a topic that you'd like to discuss, and it was first-person shooters versus fighters in video games. That's correct. All right, excellent. So what are your thoughts on this? Well, me personally... I always geared towards more first-person shooters. Yeah, but I do like I do like fighters mainly mainly because you know it's not something that you need online for. You know, bring back the old the olden days of when we're all, we're all kids. You know, playing Mortal, Mortal Kombat two on on the gigantic box t- TV with with the Super Nintendo oh my God, on, yeah. on on the floor, and you, you know it's like oh it's my turn, no it's my turn, no it's my my turn, and if you got the fatality. Props to you. Props to you. Fucking thirty-button thirty combination in two seconds. Props to you. <laughs> but you know what? As, yep. as game games have, have progressed with fighters, that's never really changed. You know, you can still do your your one your one v ones. Certain certain fighters have even introduced two on two or even three on three on three with mul- with multiple people. Yeah. Uh, prime example when it comes to two on two is Mortal Kombat Nine. Yes. They introduced the two. 2v2 tag team which I thought was a phenomenal phenomenal uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Mechanic. Mechanic, thank you. And when Mortal Kombat X came out and Eleven came out they said no, screw, screw that, we're getting rid, rid of that. I'm like, why? Like that brings a whole whole new meaning to it and also brings more more people in, in into the same same screen fighting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But get going to my, my personal favorite F- FPSs. Mm-hmm. Mainly with with certain FPSs, they're very ar- arcadey. You know, you you know what, just by a, a few quick quick tests or even a match, you know what weapon work, works for you when it comes to your your play style. Me, I'm a running gun. Mm-hmm. 
In Call of Duty, I'm in Call of Duty, I'm a running gun. You know, I give give me either a, an assault rifle or a light light machine gun, and I'll give you results. Yes. But when it comes to FPSs like Battlefield, mm-hmm. in the original ba- Battlefields of ba- for online play, like Battlefield Three and Bad Com- Company Two, it was very team based, mm-hmm. and toward towards a Call of Duty's end end of life for for me towards after Modern Warfare Three and Black Ops when Black Ops Two came out, like that camaraderie went right down the drain. Okay. So like, I like the teamwork. It's like okay we. We're all we're all in this together. We're trying to achieve a goal, mainly win the match. Yeah, but at the same time, there's objectives mm-hmm. for for Battlefield. It's like okay, you play Conquest, one of the base games that everyone knows in in Battlefield nowadays. It's like okay, say there's six points on the map, capture them and hold hold them, and of course get kills along the way. So everyone starts fighting for, for these for these points, and you know of course you can go back and forth, you can go back and forth. Or you can absolutely crush the other team, or you can get crushed yourself. In Conquest, if you ever actually just try to go out there and attack the other team, you're going to lose. Yes and no. You're going to lose. No. If you don't go, if you have an entire team not going after objectives, you will lose. Nine, nine times out of ten, you're right. But there is that, always that, that one in, instance where your your team that you're, you're playing with knows how to kill. Mm-hmm. Then it is it is a possibility. It's not a certainty, but it's a possi- possibility. That's interesting. Uh, well, before we get into it, I I have to make this a point now to find out what each person's interests are and what you where your focus is when you are a gamer. So, you said first person shooters are your thing. Yes. And if, what else do you play aside from first person shooters? Usually when I'm when I'm at home and I'm playing I'm playing my online games. It's usually shooters. I don't like playing fight fighters online mainly because if one person has a better internet connection than than the other, then oh, yeah, for the, sure. then for the sure. fight is completely one sided. So when it comes to playing playing fighting games, I'd rather have the person sitting right right next to me. So there's there's no delay, there's no lag, there's yeah. nothing there's nothing of that that sort. It's skill versus skill. So what else do you play like aside from first person shooters and fighters like RPGs or Are- uh, RPGs or top for, down like like twin stick shooters. R- RPGs for for me, like they, they have to grab grab me. Like the concept of it ha- has to grab grab me. Like the the uh, the story ha- has to. Grab. When it comes to RPGs, like story is is key. Yeah. Like if that story doesn't grab me from like the first like twenty minutes of gameplay, I'm not interested in it anymore. Yeah. I'll I'll give it a shot. Like okay, the gameplay is fun, but if the story doesn't grab me, I see no point for me to continue. So, which do you like? Any RPGs in particular? Um, I got. I was big into Borderlands mainly because it's an RPG slash yeah. uh, FP, FPS. FPS, mm-hmm. and it, like it originally interested me because it was an F- FPS. But like once I started like really getting in, getting into it, like Bor- Borderlands is just out of this friggin' world, <laughs> literally. Because yeah. like yeah. the the characters you meet meet in the game, they're either psychotic. Or they they have like everyone has like some sort of like mental disability in in, in those games. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Like, what, what's what's her name? Uh, cra- cra- crazy Tina. Yeah, the, the little yeah. like I think well, she's like eight eight years old and she's like an explosives expert. Yes. And the first time you meet her, like she's blowing up like a couple of the uh, what, what are they like all the maniacs and in, in the, the maniacs in the game. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, holy shit, this girl is awesome. Yes. Yeah, I agree hundred percent. So like so something like that, it just grabs 
grabs me. He's like, okay, now now I want to want to play more. I want to see where where this this can go. Anything else? Um, current. Maybe, maybe I should ask you. What's your? Do you have like a top ten or a top five list of games? Well, uh, when it, when it comes to are we talking franchises or are we everything, talking games? Everything. Like you could even just name. I like this franchise in your top five. Well, my num- my number one when it comes to when it comes to franchises is definitely Halo. Number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. Wow. Okay. I it, did not know that. It's not so so much the fact of the being an FPS. I mean, at first it started just being it. Just it's an F- FPS shooter, but you know as the you know since ha- Halo One's de- debut, you know that came Halo Two, Halo Three, Halo ODST, Halo Wars, the the, the R- RTS uh, pre- prequel. Like I started looking into more of Halo's lore. Yeah, and that's that's what really gripped me. Same here, Cause absolutely. Because like, like the Halo universe has such a deep lore, and like just like even every now now and again, like I'll. Be you know walk, walking around for for work and I pop on on YouTube and I'm like hey like what happened with this character in in this game and there'll uh-huh. be like and there'll be a, a channel that's like okay like you know they'll, they'll give me the the details so I'm like oh my god that's so that's so interesting I didn't know that before yeah um second fr- franchise would definitely be the Call of Duty Modern Warfare series not the original Call of Duty games the Modern ori- Warfare specifically the original Call Call of Duty games were basically just Reenactments of of World War Two. Not saying that's not that's not in, interesting, but you know what? Like this is stuff we 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 read in the history books in, in school. We've seen it in in, in movies. So it, like this was nothing new. Modern Warfare took FPSs to a whole new new level when it comes to gaming. I mean, yes, Battlefield may may have done done it first, but Call of Duty is what really put it into the spotlight because Call of Duty was in a gigantic franchise. Oh, I kind of want to say your stuff about that, but okay, I understand what you're getting at. Yes, it's put into like I guess the mainstream. The mainstream. Th- thank you. That that's what I was going for. But like with with the Modern War- Warfare series was its consistency with all all three games. All three games were one right at one right story. after the other. Was you're one? Saying it was one story. Yes. And three ended that story, and they ended it. Beautifully, I was so happy to see that that best Makarov get hung at the end. I was so happy at, at that. Okay, but but of course in Modern Warfare Two, the the one mission that sparked such controversy, yes. no no Russian, the airport mission where you know for, first thing like you pull out a friggin' M two forty nine and you mow down a bunch of civilians. You have the option. Yes, you have, you have the option. You can't also do to, nothing to and skip it. You have the option to do nothing during that scene, right? No. You can do nothing during that scene. You yeah. don't have to shoot. Yes, you, you pull out your gun and you continue the entire scene. Yes, you can sit there and let let the NPCs take care of everything. Yes, but since you chose to play that mission, unless you're shooting something, you will never complete the mission. That's that's the drawback with it. Mm. Like the, fir- the the initial five five seconds, you can hold, hold your trigger finger, but the rest of the mission. You have you have to start shooting. Yeah, that's not the saying, controversial part, though. That's that's the con- controversy. Course. Then Modern, Modern Warfare Three came in, and like Modern, the whole Modern Warfare series. Like, yes, it's based in is there is based in in truth, but most of the the weapons are fantasy. Like in Modern Warfare Two, they had the heartbeat sensor. Mm-hmm. That's fa- that's that's fiction. Okay, that that doesn't that doesn't exist in modern mil- military. Hmm. 
but they have direction microphones in real life. It's yeah. not that far fetched. Yeah, yes, they yes they they do. But to put that in the hands of a spec op soldier who has, who has a, a mission, like he's like these this team is going in to do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. They're not there to Michael Bay the whole the whole situation. Yeah, for, well, that's basically the entire role of modern warfare. I feel it is a- absolutely. I'm just con- comparing from fiction to to real right, life. Fair, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I the, definitely want to get back to that, though. But <laughs> um, Halo, Call of Duty, the Modern Warfare series, Modern that, Warfare series, yes, Modern Warfare series. Um, F- FPSs that have written not bad. FPSs. Any games or any franchises? Top five. Uh, let's let's see. Well, that, Battlefield has de- definitely gri- grabbed me. Not mainly for its uh, storytelling, because oh man, you didn't play two of them. No, no, I, I played. Bad I played, Company. I played Bad, Bad Company too. Phenomenal game. Okay. Like plot, phenomenal. Hmm. But Battlefield leaned more towards its online play. So yes, they put in massive detail in, into their single player mode. But like their main focus was their online play. Okay, fair. Because you know, you play you play a Modern Warfare one. You play a mm. the large the largest map that they'll let you play is an eight on eight. Okay. Yep. Whereas Battlefield three, which was out at the, around the same time, you have thirty two on thirty two. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. So like this is now like a whole new diff- different world. Yes, for sure. Two completely different games. You go into each game like wanting a different experience. A- a- absolutely, like you you play you play Battlefield more for its realistic approach. Well, when you like blow a tank up into the air and the tank like shoots a plane out of the sky, I uh... My, my, <laughs> minus minus realism minus... kind of takes a backseat. Look, it's it's a it's a video game. You can't expect a hundred percent accuracy <laughs> yeah. every yeah, time. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yes, they're. I would they're, say team based versus lone wolf shooters. Def- definitely, that that's Battlefield versus Call, Call of Duty yeah, for Be- sure. So as the game games progress, one one the graphics have, have gotten better for every franchise. Mm-hmm. Then then gameplay has also alternated, not really changed, but like really alternated from from its base. Mm-hmm. Like kept kept the, all the base parameters, but like alternated them and like they tweaked them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like in rather rather than you know, uh, say Battlefield for example, in Battlefield Three, you know you can blow holes in walls. Oh yeah. Rather, so come along four, you can just take down entire buildings. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. In, in Call of Duty, destructible environments are not a thing. The only thing that's destructible in, in a Call of Duty online map is a car or you know the famous red red barrel that turns on fu- that gets, sets on fire and explodes afterwards. Okay. Other than that. That's it. Like the map will stay the way the way it is. Yeah. Battlefield surpassed that with destructible environments. You know, you take you take down a building, one single building in a map, change the layout entirely. Yeah. I mean, yes, it's one it's one building, but you know that one building, you know, everyone could use as either a sniping post or as a support station or whatever whatever Absolutely. they they use it for. And it made it as a primary mechanic when they brought in like levolution. Where it changes the entire map when you bring down one building. A- absolutely. Yeah. Like in in Battlefield Four, there was a one one map I believe it's called Siege of San- Siege of Shanghai. Okay. Where there was a skyscraper in dead center in, in the map, surrounded surrounded mm-hmm. by, mm-hmm. by water, and of course there was bridges around. Yeah. 
you take down the ba- base pillars of, of of that building, that's it. That whole skyscraper is coming down. Yep, yep. And if you are the poor, unlucky soul who happens to still be on top, you're dead. Or on the bottom. Um, <laughs> it's worse for the guy on the... It's wor- definitely worse for the guy on the bottom. But since you're on, on top, they're, like you, know, you feel the building rum- rumbling and everything. Like You see things start, start shaking. If you don't jump out the window and deploy your parachute, you're dead. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. It's not like okay, I'm gonna ride this down and deploy my parachute no, at the la- last no, second. No. It's like no, like you're you're dead. It's an instant kill. Yeah, for sure. But then, like when you try to do that, like as a foot soldier, it's a hell of a lot harder because like there's only so many rockets you can actually hold, whereas a tank would just you know just keep pounding at these pillars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same with a helicopter or whatever vehicle is available. Much more strategic. For sure. That battlefield is definitely yeah. much more strategic because instead of just having, you know, okay, I want this weapon with this attachment and, uh, you know, this uh, device to, yeah. to carry around. Yeah. That's not my grenade. That That's called that's called duty, duty for you. When it comes to battlefield, it's like, no, you're either an assault class, which in Battlefield 4 is basically your medic class. Yes, yes. So like they they're the ones going around you know with you know with the with the defibs and you know that the, the medic packs, mm-hmm. then you have your uh, your support class which is my always been my personal favorite, where it's oh, main light machine guns, uh, DMRs, and shot and shotguns, but you're always resupplying ammo. Yeah, because you know what, in a in a battlefield game, if you're really good, that guy that's carrying the ammo, he's your best friend. Absolutely. And either the opposite, the other way around. If you have a great support person, he'll carry your entire team. Absolutely, absolutely. But also on the other side of the coin, with with the support guy, they have the capabilities to take down vehicles, mm. not as well as certain other other classes like the like the engineer. Yeah, the engineer is strictly anti vehicle. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Tanks, helicopters, jets, you 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 name it. They're meant to take down vehicles. Magical blowtorches. The magical, the magical blow blowtorch that actually repairs bridges. Yes, well, bridges. Oh yeah, if you hold the repair the the torch yeah. to a destroyed bridge long enough, the bridge gets repaired. Get the hell out of here! I never heard of that. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's not it's not something that takes like you know you know thirty seconds. Like no, no. it's like this is you stand, standing there for like a good five minutes and hoping you don't get shot. Oh. That sounds amazing. I did not know. About it, that. It, it it's it's amazing, but it, at the same time, it's like, okay, you you're, you're wasting time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I either go help help this guy out or start go capture an, For an sure. objective. Gotcha. And then you have your recon class, which is your which is your sniper, sniper class. Yeah. And if you've any seen any sniper videos on on YouTube, it's like some of these people live. To shoot shoot people at long long range on battlefields, like distance wise, like the target could be like like twelve hundred oh meters God. away. It's, they're made for montages and clips. Absolutely. Oh, it's totally made made for mo- montages, and like they do it with with such ease. I I try to use a sniper. I can barely hit something that's five feet in front of me. <laughs> it depends on the type of person. Oh, I know a very like specific number of people who uh ha- like love the particular roles like. I know <laughs> Emperor Helix, the greatest helicopter pilot I've ever seen in Battlefield, ever. And that's all he would do. Be in one helicopter the entire match. 
whether it be a transport helicopter or an attack helicopter. Either way, I've never seen anybody else fly a, a, a helicopter like he can. It's I, amazing. I've, I've seen Emperor Helix fly a helicopter. I'm not saying he's awful. He is good, but I've seen better. Have you? My, my time play, playing Battlefield ever since Call of Duty went futuristic, mm-hmm. I've seen much better helicopter pilots. Really? Wait, did you just say Call of Duty? No, in, in Battlefield. Okay, just making sure. All right. What are you talking about? Did this, they this, bring helicopters this, into this, Call of Duty recently? The, the last time you were able to control... Is it a battle royale now? <laughs> oh, God, don't get me started with that. <laughs> okay, all right. Moving on to the next one. All right, Halo, Call of Duty, then Battlefield, in that order. No, the Modern, Modern Warfare series, then, then Modern Warfare then, series, then, battle, then Battlefield. Battlefield. Uh, fr- franchises, I'm try- trying to th- think. Or right. particular games. It could be one-offs. It could be like some indie or cult niche shit that nobody's ever heard of. Well, uh, you you know me pr- pretty well. Indie games are not really my yeah, thing. Yeah, I'll feel def- you. I'll, indie I, things is my thing. <laughs> indie things is definitely your, your thing. Like, I'll, I'll, I love playing a good good indie game. Freaking Need Hog. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> Froggy. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, of course, Ge- Gears of War is a, is a favorite of, favorite of mine. Mm, Okay. And, uh, third I, person shooter, not a first person shooter. Yes, it's a, it's a third person shooter, but the, the it's all about story. Okay, and, like forget Gears of War on, online; it's a nightmare. I had fun with it when I did play it, but I also and had a ton of fun with the main story, ab- just because four players. Ab- absolutely, and I would I would say like you know like a fourth fr- franchise that I've always found fun. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I would I would say Smash Brothers. That is, like, out of left field. So we got Halo, Call of Duty Modern Warfare series, Battlefield, Gears of War, and <laughs> Smash Brothers? Well, you know, Smash Brothers, you know, it's, it's arcade, it's, it's the original Nintendo characters that we all all grew up with. Now that the, now with the Smash Ultimate, the roster is enormous. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, like, they've pulled from every, everywhere, and if, if you know one of... Like, all the Fire Emblem characters, like, before they got in the game, it's like, okay, you're, like, an ultra nerd. Because mm. like mm-hmm. mo- most Amer- Americans know nothing about Fire Emblem, I ha- I exist in a very weird bubble in a very weird sphere of <laughs> knowing people who love those games. <laughs> but that's just me. I understand and, you completely. And I'm not saying that they're terrible games, but like these are these are games that I never heard of, so I have no idea where these characters came right. came from. But for me, with with, with Smash Brothers, like <laughs> yes, it's it's a fight it's a fighting game, but you know, like it's a it used like before, like it got really competitive. Like it was a fun fight, fighting game. It was like, oh, like pull pull out the fire flower from from Mario, right? You, you right. know, pull, pull out pull out the sledgehammer from God knows God knows where. And yeah. there was always like the in- instant kill. Like it, it was always a fun game to play. Mm-hmm. Like continue. I'm waiting for and then and then the competitive scene <laughs> you know, can go fuck itself. You know what the comp- <laughs> the, com- the competitive scene with 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 Smash Brothers. Brought brought me to some something else. Like show show me that you know what, it's not just just about you know like you know using items and and whatnot. It's about actually learning your, your characters, the character, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. learning learning how how to how to fight with them. And you know I, I used, when I used to play Smash Bros. Like okay, let's put on like ten ten lives and, and go at it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Long, long, I don't long, know the long, life of long. having fun with Smash Brothers. It's only ever been competitive with me. 
Oh, but only but, ever. But believe me, when, when you're playing a, a ten live Smash Brothers match, like doesn't matter how how good you are, that match takes forever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like I started like seeing the competitive side to it, and, you know, ha- hanging out with you and ev- and everyone else. Like, no, we play competitively. I'm like, okay, what are the rules? Like, okay, we're playing with with three light three lives each and, and no items. I'm like, okay, I'm a little out of my league, but I'll give it my best shot. And then I'm like, okay, you know, I, I can actually get in, get into this a, a little more. So, uh, when Smash Four came came out, that was a, that was the previous one, not before Ultimate. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, I I got really good with uh, Little Mac. Yes. All right. You know, bef- before that, you know, I was I was Link or I was Samus, and then Smash Four came out, and I tried Link, I tried Samus, and I was awful. Like I got my ass handed to me. I've, Every time, so I'm like, you know what? Let's try little little Mac from from Punch Out. Yeah. And out of out of nowhere, like I was whipping everyone's ass. Dope. One night, uh, let sometime let last year, we a bunch of us were, were hanging out, and you know we're we're all ha- hanging out. You know, it's like, oh, let's play, let's play Smash, and I'm like, all right, fine, let, 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 let's go on with this. I won eighteen sets in a row. Oh, get the hell out! With of here. little Mac. Oh my god! One one of our our good friends, one of our good friends, who's at the time one of the best Smash players that that we knew. This this kid doesn't rage, rage quit what, whatsoever. I made him rage quit with Little Mac. Who did he mean? Uh, he mained uh, Captain Falcon. Oh okay, I know you're talking. About. So me and him always kept like a like you know we're, we're, we're good we're good friends, but like we always kept a rivalry like yeah. my little Mac versus his, his his Falcon. So anytime we we met, it was like okay let, let's let's do our our, our tradition like yeah. we, we we do a set with Mac and Mac and Falcon. Yeah, and so and it's always a good time, and you know it's always it's always the the sportsman like you know you know good fight, good fight, good fight, or it's like you know if anyone gets screamed, it's like you know you you, you fucking dick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But continuing like with. With favorite franchises, of course, like you know, Smash is up there. So you know, you definitely know Mortal Kombat is up there because you know we grew up with that. Really, oh, I did not grow up with Mortal Kombat. I grew up with like Street Fighter. I didn't grow like, up with Street Fighter. I grew up with Mortal Kombat. Okay, all right. I mean, I always liked Street Street Fighter. Like it always looked like a fun game to me. But no matter even if I practiced at Street Fighter, I was awful at it. Bro, Street Fighter, Marvel vs. Capcom, all of them, including one. Oh, Marvel vs. Capcom is is Marvel Marvel vs. Capcom two to this day, in my, in my opinion, is the greatest fighter game that ever create that was ever created. It laid the groundwork for like the shit that we have today. I would say it's one of the most impressive games I've ever played. Absolutely, one one won the roster, two to the mechanics, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and three just the level of competitive the competition that that game produced. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. So uh, in Marvel Capcom two, who was uh, who was your team? My team. If you if Fuck. you can remember, if I can remember. I'm pretty sure it was Iron Man, Guile, and Doom. 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 It was Iron Man, Guile, and Doom. Dick. Dick, it'd be dick, like that sometimes. Dick it'd be move like with that. Doom. It'd, it'd be like that sometimes. Doom, Doom was so cheesy, but I, okay, I, I, <laughs> I can, I can kind of, kind of see that. Uh, for for me, I mean, I didn't play it, play it that much, but who did I always pick? Uh, let's see. 
Um, usually my my first starter was was Cap Captain America. Mm. He was one of my alternates. Yeah, Cap- Captain America was <laughs> and like, Spider Man too. Captain America was just like a he's a virtual player, <clears throat> virtual character. Like you can use him as any anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I would I I would swap between either Captain Commando or Spider Man. Captain Commando, really? Oh yeah, oh yeah. He's tough to play. He's That's... he was very tough to play, but I mainly used him more for an assist than an actual fighter. Oh, okay, all right. And uh, Venom. Oh, okay, all right. Ven- Venom was dirty. Mm. Okay, but you know, at the time I was playing Marvel Capcom two, you know, it, the, the the roster was was so, was so huge. Like you know, I was like, all right, try 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 everyone out because like. One one day, just just for shits and giggles, uh, I was playing with, playing with a buddy, and you know he picks it his top top team. He really wasn't like competitive, like like competition level. Yeah, like we always played played for fun. So you know you know just 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 to be an S and see like if he can if he was actually as good as he said he was, I decided to pick you know three heavy hitters. Started with Hulk, then I went to Juggernaut, and then I went to Sentinel. Jesus. <laughs> Okay. Oh, I mean, yeah, I know. Like, real, real, real dick movie. I'm like, yeah. If you like, put like, if you say you're this good, like, put your money where your mouth is. Like, yeah, if you yeah. can, def- if you can beat three of the biggest powerhouses in the game yeah, yeah. with you know your your, li- your little guys. Okay, you have skill. Fair. I'm pretty sure that during during this time, if I did that to you, you'd wipe the floor with me. Even even with all the <laughs> all the super armors, you'd right. still wipe the floor with me. <laughs> so how that turn out? Oh, I creamed him. Mm. Okay. I mean, like, like I said, you know, all all three massive char- characters, all all with super, super armor. So it was like it was hard for him to like really get a get a combo on. Right, him. right. But you know, even with 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 super armor, and like, and if you're good good enough, super armor doesn't doesn't mean shit to you. Hmm. Okay. Also, a reason why I stuck to Little Mac with. With, with Smash Brothers because he has so super much armor. super armor. He has all of the super armor. He has a lot of super armor, but you know his downside is he has zero recovery. No recovery. In Smash Four, he had no recovery. Smash Ultimate, his recovery is better. It's a little better. It's a little better. better. It's not, not great. Yeah, it's not the best. Also, upbeat kills. It <laughs> does. Oh, up upbeat definitely kills at at a high enough damage. So. Yeah, we got these five right now. All of them are shooters except for Smash. Yes. Very interesting. So, first-person shooters versus fighters. You are on the side of first-person shooters are better in all situations. Where the only thing that you're looking for is a first-person shooter. Is that right to say? Most most of the time when it comes to gaming, yes. You're not looking for anything else? Any other ones? Or any other shooters? Like outside of Call of Duty or Battlefield, uh, a good if it if it's a good third person shooter, like I'm I'm okay I'm okay with because mm-hmm. usually with third third person shooters, like it's usually base it's usually a cover based system. Mm-hmm. So it's like oh like here's here's a war prime prime example. It's like okay like you're not really looking right down down the side, it's more o- over the shoulder, but the enemy N- NPCs. Are smart, mm-hmm. like they they understand. It's like okay, they know you can't take that much damage, so they're crack shots. Yeah, so yeah. like, so like, at, it gets to a certain point, 
Like, you need to take cover. You need to use blind, blind fire, jumping from cover, cover to cover. Oh, man. I got, like, 20 freaking... You would probably consider them indie titles, but they're not. Like, AAA titles that you would probably be interested in. But I'm shocked that you haven't, like, played other stuff outside the franchises. Well, stuff I... like... And this goes into, like, a talk that I was having with Dandelion Saucer, which is what we were calling them on the podcast. Don't worry about it. But we went into, um, why do you consider a game to be a specific genre? So I was like, what would you consider Mass Effect to be? Uh, Mass Effect, I would consider an an RPG. Why? It's a third-person shooter. All of the fighting takes place in third-person shooting. Well, mo- most of the ba- base con- concept of, of ma- Mass Effect is mainly uh, choice-making. Mm. What would you consider Call of Duty? Call of Duty, there, there, there is no choice. It's basically every mission is go get from point A to point B and kill everything along the way. What genre of video game is it? I would say it's an it's an action game. It's an FPS. An, an FPS action. But it has a leveling system. It has RPG elements. N- it is an no, RPG. No, the, the leveling system is for its online play. Either way. No, like no, you, there's a big, yeah, yeah, there's yeah, yeah, big, for there's sure. a big yes, difference. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. You know, like main main story, they, there's no the only progression is going through through the plot. Right. Online is like, okay, now now you have have le- leveling. Yeah. You get to a certain level, you unlock lock a certain item or a certain weapon or or quality talk perks. Yes, which I'm actually happy they they, they took out because they just made the game unbalanced. They took out perks. They took out perks. So it's Halo now, not like OG Halo. <laughs> not necessarily. Perks make perks were fun in the beginning, but they didn't. They didn't transit with, with time as well as they thought it would. Do they still have loadouts? Well, yeah, you can still create your own, your own loadout, but now you have you have your main weapon, you have your attachments, okay. and you have you have your sidearm. There in Call of Duty World War Two, the the latest uh, Call of Duty that, that came out. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, it's not the latest one, but one of the latest ones. Yeah. Instead of having like a list of perks, you now have. What would be considered a sing- a singular perk? Sure. It's like okay, one one of my personal favorites that I used in, in the game was uh, you get your your kill streaks sooner. Like ba- basically, like kill streaks turned into score streaks. Gotcha. So ra- rather than you getting say seven kills to get one thing, now you have to get say two hundred points to get this. Ah, uh, okay. So like it, it kind of alternate. In a way, that's interesting. It it is interesting, but at the same time, like, like going from like you know, like okay, I'm getting seven kills, and I know I'm getting getting this. Insert, Ooh, in- I want to get into that talk in another podcast. I want to get into that specifically, like specific mechanics in Call of Duty. Okay, and changes between the games. I definitely want to get into that one. Oh, oh okay. Damn. Oh, all right. But this one, so, FPSs versus fighters. The thing that I was getting at with Mass Effect is you said that Mass Effect was an RPG. Why? It's because the feeling that you get and what you get out of the game. A game generates a certain feeling that fulfills our needs as human beings. Very long and deep talk, but that's what I wanted to get at. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, for Call of Duty, for Battlefield, for Call of Duty, I would say since it's a lone wolf shooter, that you're looking to get a high kill streak. You're looking at 
beat everybody else in terms of score on the, on the leaderboard. For yep. Battlefield, I would say it would be team-based, so you're looking to win overall, not get the most kills or points on, this, on the game. I mean, it certainly helps, but it's not the main sure. objective. Yeah, that's, that's what I would feel with both of those. I get that. So, when it comes to fighters, fighters are just straight up skill. 1v1. It's, it, it's, all, it's all about your own yes. skill. It's just straight skill. Don't have to worry about teams. Don't worry, have to worry about loadouts. Just have to worry about your own character. Absolutely. Well, the, when, when it comes to when it comes to fighters, there's also a difference between being skilled with your character and then being cheesy with your character. That is a fine line, sir. I would disagree and say that they are one and the same. Uh, uh, all right, our, our our friend that you know very, yeah, very yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Whenever we played in Injustice, God God's Among Us, great yes. great game, phenom- phenomenal story, great great comic as as well. He mained Deathstroke. Yes, <laughs> and you know exactly where where I'm going going with with this. Yeah, he had his special moves. Down to a science, no matter what. Where there was what, nothing you could do. You could do yeah, nothing yeah, yeah. to him except <laughs> except cheese him from a distance. Okay. To to me, that's not playing a playing a fighting game. Mm. Like when you use you're using the same exact moves over and over and over and over again, or even learning a singular combo and just using that the the entire time. To me, that's not skill. To me, that's that's you memorizing something. Sure, but what's wrong with that? I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but like I don't see that as an actual skill. Oh, okay, all right. I see what you're getting at. You know, like if you have skill with a character, doesn't matter what who you're you're playing against, you can alternate your playstyle. Okay, so like, this is I I've been researching a ton of stuff. One of the things was escalation, um, power escalation in games and learning curves. Yes. Right. So, in the original Street Fighter, Street Fighter. I don't even want to say one. I want to, let, let me go with two. Street Fighter 2. The learning curve and escalation for that was not Ryu. If you were new to the game, who do you think you would play, first off? Usually the guy that's on, on the cover, but in Street Fighter 2 terms, it would either be Ryu or it'd be Ken. No. It was E-Honda. Really? Because you just have to press one button press one button a lot of times you get them hands bro he throws them hands and that can carry you throughout the entire game until you reach a certain point there's a certain point and a certain difficulty where that will not carry you through so you can learn that one attack and it'll do all the work and there's a bunch of games that have a character that will do the one thing but there's a certain point where anybody who knows that one thing will be able to beat you Absolutely. Make, makes you predictable. So, that's where I go into if you learn a certain combo and it keeps working, it will keep working until you hit a wall where somebody learns that one technique and learns how to get around it and then you're stuck. Absolutely. That's how I feel. So, if you, the definition of cheese is different to me on a competitive level because I will do whatever it takes on a competitive level to win on the competitive level. But you and I have, have played multiple fight, fighting games at a competitive level. Mm, yeah. Mm. Even though most of those games I'm not not very good at. Yeah. All I need to know is like 
I need a no a, a ba- base combo, some some super moves, and I'll give it my best. Yeah. Am I expect Am I expecting to win? Hell no. Yeah. But I'll make I'll make you friggin' work for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so taking this conversation from fighters to first person shooters, I want you to tell me the difference. Because on the first podcast, I was speaking to Gunslinger Zero, and he was telling me, um, I think I'm pretty sure we were talking about first person shooters. But what's the difference between me learning a combo in a first person sh- in a fighting game, me learning a combo in a fighting game, and me camping somewhere in Call of Duty where you can't get to me, but I'll keep firing at the same position and getting kills without getting killed? Well, in, in Call in Call of Duty, camp- camping has has changed so so Ooh, I played advanced warfare I beg to differ no, not not necessarily uh, when, when, when I'm going going at it is like you know originally in the in Call of Duty 3 like Call of Duty 2 and 3 that first Call of Duty that introduced online play yeah mm-hmm. camping went from you know basically sitting in a, in a corner with either a long range rifle or or a light light machine gun and picking your targets at, at a distance sure turned into corner camping where like you walk into a room here here's a door and there's like a little spot on on the left of the door enough that a hide hide a person when you when you're looking at the door that you can't see them as soon as you walk walk in they'll like lighten you up with whatever is in their hands yeah most of the time with, with first person shooters <laughs> is a submachine gun or a shotgun yeah so camping went to cor- corner camping and and of course, turn also turn into quick scoping. Yes, sure. Yeah, I'm not saying quick scoping doesn't take skill to to do, but at the same time, the likeliness of that actually happening of you getting a headshot kill by taking a millisecond to look look through a scope, I find completely bullshit. Right. Okay, I get that. And just for the record, quick scoping is. If I'm generally aiming in a general direction of an enemy, the auto once I pull the trigger to bring up my gun, it'll auto aim to somebody's head. So if I automatically like pull up my gun and shoot at the same time, it'll give me a headshot. Yeah, I get that. That makes sense. So like, camping in camping in an FPS and cheesing in a fighting game, it's similar, but at the same time. It's two very different animals. But they're both strategy. Camping in Call of Duty is not strategy. You sure? Because you gotta pick the right corner, you have to pick the right position, you have to be prone or, or, or crouched. And you have to make sure that nobody else sees you, and, and you just gotta wait. And all it takes is one person to notice you, and you are screwed. And then walk to the next place to camp. And and, and again, all it takes is one person to, to, to notice you. Battlefield is a little different when it when it comes to camping because most people that they camp on Battlefield are either at a very far distance when when it comes to sniping, yeah, or they're holding down a specific area. Mm-hmm. But it's the difference between Cold and Battlefield, you know, there's there's a guy in a, there's a guy in a building and he's kicking everyone's ass. Okay, what are we gonna do about this? When you look at a Cold Duty logic, it's like okay, bum rush the guy, and maybe we'll get him. Yeah. Battlefield logic, guys in the building, take the building down. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. Yeah, uh-huh. like you change you change the, the strategy. Yeah. So like camping, 
is it varies from franchise to franchise. Okay. Like when it comes to Halo, there's no such thing as camping in Halo. It's damn near impossible. If you can camp camp in Halo, I want to know. I want to know your secret. That's a very good point. All right. Because you know, like, how do you not notice a guy in a brightly co- colored arm armor set? holding a gun that has like pink needles coming out of it yeah yeah okay so you think that the reason that you can't camp in Halo is because of the design I wouldn't say the, it's, the design of the like the character models I wouldn't say it's then the only people that really camp in, in Halo are the are the ones that are at a at a really high high vantage with with a, sni- with a sniper rifle but just because they have a sniper rifle and they're camping at a high advantage doesn't mean they're they're invincible you know, you shoot a sniper rifle in, in Halo, you see the you see the streak of the bullet. Yes. So like, um, if if you're yes. if you're smart if you're smart enough or you have good reflexes, it's like okay, I can track where where this bullet came from. And the guy who took the shot is smart enough. He's not there by the time by the time you find him. Right. Right. But but still, it's like okay, let me take a pot shot. Oh, I got it, I got it. I know he's there. Yeah. So either lob a grenade or or you chase at after him and hope hopefully he doesn't shoot you in the face. Mm. Yeah, that's a very good point. Okay. So like I said, it's not... I wouldn't say it's easy to camp... I wouldn't say it's impossible to camp, camp in Halo, but it's definitely not easy. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's very map-dependent. Very map-dependent. Very map-dependent. But that could also be said with any F- FPS game. Okay. Some some FPS maps prefer the long-range... Long Weapons. Yeah. Some maps are very tight quarters, close, yeah. close quarters, where you know a submachine gun is preferred over an assault rifle and a shotgun. Yeah. Like it, it all, it all depends what, what, what your map is. So you have to be very versatile when, yeah. when it comes to F- FPS. Mm. You know, fight, fighting games. You find your, your one character. You master that, that character. And you know what? If if you if you want, you master a sec- second character just to keep everyone on their toes. Sure. Because when you play a fighting game with the same people and over over and over again, and you only pick one character, you're automatically predictable. Everyone knows yeah. what you're going to do. They'll get wise to you. Everyone gets wise to you, and they get wise to you quick. Right, right. So you know it's always good when it when it comes to fighting games. It's always good to be good with two two at the minimum. I would say three three at the most. Any anything. More, you know, you you're looking for brownie points that don't exist. Amen. Depends on the person because I've been following a bunch of fighting game, like top tier fighting game characters, and each of them only play a single character. There's only like a few that I can mention, like in the Smash Brothers community specifically, that main multiple characters and switch on the fly. It seems like that seems to be not the trend. It's more um, beneficial to pick one character. And this is what Dandelion was telling me myself. Like, when I didn't know who the hell I wanted to play in Smash Ultimate, he said, pick the character and know your matchups. Know every matchup that could happen with that one character. Because it doesn't matter how many times you switch it up, if you don't know that character for every matchup, you're not going to win. That's true. So, like that for- that lesson I took away, and now I have a single name. Still to, to this day in, in Smash, Little Mac is, and even in Smash Ultimate, Little Mac is my main. Yeah. But one of one of my all, all-time fav, favorite fran- franchises, uh, Metroid, Ooh, yes. in- introduced Ridley in Smash Ultimate. Mm-hmm. And 
I love playing it as Ridley. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, you and I have had some great matches with, with my Ridley. I don't think I've beaten you yet with, with, with Ridley, but it's definitely a fight. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Mainly because Ridley has an insane recovery. You know, Ridley. bad recovery. Nah, Ridley, weird ass angles. Ridley has a good, good recovery. At least, at least to me, Ridley has a good recovery. Okay, because you know you can either do Ridley's up up B to get you back back on, or you can do Ridley's side B to get get you back sure. back on. Yep. But you know, and I've actually done done this a few times. You know, if someone tries to go for the spike on on Ridley, you hit the side B. You can grab them unless yeah. you both hit the stage. That's it. Both of you are going straight down. Yeah. And, and if you press it soon enough, you could throw them under the stage if the stage allows. Ex- exactly. And then you could get back up. Exactly. Yeah. But if you try to do, you know, the sac- sacrifice playing, like, you, okay, I, as, as really, I have two lives, you, ha- you have one life. Oh, like, oh, okay, I'm going to drag you and bring you down. Yeah. I may die, but I may also bring you down low enough that you can't recover. For sure, for sure. So, you know, it's a, it's a, it'd be a judgment call with, with Ridley. Yeah, yeah, I agree. For sure. But Ridley's uh, down B her is a skewer. Will bring you from like say twenty percent damage Dude, to eighty percent damage. So hard and to hit. The when only you, time you when get you hit get the critical, it, the only time you get hit with it is if you down grab on zero. Grab the person down throw and down B. It's almost guaranteed. I gotta try that. Oof. I shouldn't have told you that. Thank you. <laughs> it's, I, I'm it's, definitely gonna. I'm definitely gonna try that when I get home. It's almost guaranteed unless like the person is expecting it. Like on zero when they have no damage on them, and that's like the only time it works. Down throw and it leaves them in the perfect distance for the down beat. Okay. Oh, like man. I definitely need to work on my grabbing game when it when it comes to smash. Mm. I'm, it's I'm, a lot harder in this one. It's a definitely a lot lot harder. Harder, but like, like grappling in in Smash Bros. Like it was never a fan, fan of unless like it was a distance grab, like uh, like Samus, Samus. and, mm-hmm. and I, I can't even say Link in this one because you know because he doesn't have the hook shot. Young Link, Toon young, Link. young Link and Toon Link have, have the hook shot, but like old old Link doesn't yeah. have the hook shot. I actually prefer his grabbing game as opposed, to, and I like secondary Toon Link. I mean, uh, Young Link, and I prefer right now. I just started picking up a uh, regular Link. And it's interesting. It's really, it's, it's really interesting. Yeah, Link and, and well, once I started maining Little Mac, almost every character I've tried playing moves too slow for me. Too slow? Because Little Mac on the ground is extremely fast. Yes. He's actually one of yeah. the fastest yeah. characters in the game. He is. I think Sonic is actually the fastest in the game. Okay. But like you know, you put Little Mac and, and Sonic in, in a in a match, I mean, Sonic has more air game than, than Little Mac does, but Little Mac's got got the ground down down packed. Has way more killing potential. A- a- absolutely. So if you're if you're good enough and you can juggle Mac, you know you have, you have a chance. But the one thing everyone has to worry about with Little Mac is that he has a counter. Yep. And it's and at high enough damages, that counter will kill you. I got I I've killed like. Low weighted characters like so- Sonic, Pac- Pac-Man, and anyone You've of killed with his counter. I've killed with his counter. Usually, I've had them had the other character around like 70 percent when I hit when I hit the counter and just knock. No them out. way! Absolutely. Damn. Okay. Like his counter is ruthless. All right. 
Wow. I don't know. I don't know. But what the... in Smash Ultimate, the best counter is King K. Rule. It's not the best counter, because it only counters if it hits the belly. No, it only count, counters at the side that you hit, that yeah, you yeah. use it on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it would, would technically be, be, be his belly. <laughs> but his counter is instant. Everyone else, it's a delay. Okay. Yeah, I get that. But that's the same thing with a lot of characters. I'm probably pretty sure that the best counter is Corrin's. It'll kill at the lowest percentages. Hits on both sides. And the, and the amount of time that it has out is the longest, I think. But there's there's a lot of good counters in the game. There's many, many good count, counters in the game, but also very few characters really use it. So you stay on the side of first-person shooters are better, but why? That's what I want to know. For, for me, when it comes to FPSs, like, there's more people to play with, especially since oh, on, okay. especially since online gaming has become the norm. You mm. know, you know, with, with with battle with Battlefield now, like I'm still big on on Battlefield. You know, ba- Battlefield One had was a phenomenal game, absolutely phenomenal launch. Very few few bugs, or at least a bug, few bugs that they couldn't work out within like a month after after the launch. And one one particular match I. I'll never forget. Like, even with all the people you play with on online, most of the people I play Battlefield with, I've met in real life. They live, they live re- really close. By chance? No, like oh, actually okay, met up, right. met oh, up with them. All right. It's like, it's like, oh, I live in Brooklyn. Oh, I live in Jersey. Like, oh, I'm over here. Let's go. Let's you know, like, all right, fine. Let's go. Let's go meet up. Wow, that's really cool. Oh, it's all, it's awesome. So uh, one one match I was playing with, with my clan were called the Goobers. Okay. So it was on one of the Russian maps for Battlefield One. I can't remember the name of it, but there was only three control points in Battlefield in One. Battlefield the, One, all right, all the, right, yes, the World yes, War One yes, battlefield. Yes. There was only three control points throughout the entire map. There's what what Battlefield players call the gimme, which is basically the one control point in front of your spawn point, mm-hmm. and then there is there was a center one. So there's only three control points in the entire map. So. Me and me and this guy, we 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 were playing, and of course you know, we 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 squatted up with some random people. We weren't communicating with them, but me and him were communicating. Sure. So within five minutes of the match, our entire team captured all three control points, and decimated the other team. Like we spawn camped them the rest of the game. I think the final score was. Thousand to a hundred and thirty-eight. Oh my god! Oh, like I actually felt bad do- doing this. <laughs> that just sounds like none of the other team was playing then. All all I know is that match. Everyone our, on our side came to play. Okay. The, the other side, they like there was a they were, I'm not saying like it was like instant like we we caught everything yeah, yeah. like there was always there's always like the there was always a fight fight in the middle, yeah. but you know like. Started pushing, started pushing, started pushing, and and eventually the only place that they could spawn from was a spot that we couldn't go to without committing suicide. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. out of bounds. Right. Now that Battlefield Five Five came out and they did a complete revamp of their entire system. It's no no longer vehicles have infinite ammo, which is honestly a great mechanic. 
tank. Okay. You can't have a tank sitting in sitting in your your spawn point the entire time, lobbing shells over everyone's head and getting like a ninety and zero kill kill streak. I'm exaggerating right. a little, but right, right. along those lines. Same with same with planes. Now foot soldiers have to hold their own ammo packs and their own med med kits just just to keep keep themselves alive. Yeah. And unfortunately, Battlefield Five has has had a terrible launch. Okay. Very very glitchy on on the online, and is still working out the kinks. Most of them do though. Most Battlefield games have had not the best launches. Battlefield Four didn't have didn't have a it great had, launch. It did not have a good launch. Did, it didn't have a didn't have a good launch. I remember but, that one. I was after with, that one. But within six months of that 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 game being out. They fixed most of the base bugs. Did you just say it took them six months to fix the base bugs? Minimum. It took them six months to fix the base bugs. I can't mention a fighting game where I had to deal with that before. Fighting games don't really rely on their online play. What? Sir. Sir, please. Please. Fighting fighting games on, online, the only bug with with fighting games online is internet connection. That's not true at all. There's been busted ass shit on fighting games. Well, then again, I don't play fighting games right, online. That's, that's, that's fair. So you, but Battlefield Four, oh, that took that launch. didn't take six months to fix. Like on launch, it took maybe a month. But that's like a month of like waiting for them to like for the game to be playable with like. You didn't have to deal with any oh, online issues. Def- definitely a month just to you know go go yeah, through yeah, the, yeah. go through the, the ba- basics, but like six months where, where the game was like playable for everyone. Okay. And it's like oh, like oh, what what just killed me? You look at your kill cam, maple trees. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, uh, it, yeah it, okay. it was it was th- th- yeah. things like that. Not saying the game was unplay unplayable, but like it was a stupid things like that which turned a lot of people off. Yeah, yes, yes, for sure. But before Battlefield One came out after after four, and we don't talk about Hardline because that the game is awful. That was an overpriced DLC. <sighs> okay, like four was. By t- by the time like the year before Battlefield One came out, four was the most perfectly balanced Battlefield game that was on the market I at the time. I feel that way. Yes, I still feel like even after like Hardline and Five came out, I would still rather play four. Not actually rather. rather I, I love I, I love four. Like I, I love the I love the modern modern combat. But you know about Battlefield One, like when you play Battlefield One, I didn't even like one like that and I have it I I just it, couldn't there there was nothing more satisfying than getting a bayonet charge kill oh that's so I don't think so uh, for, for me that that was the most satisfying thing bayonet ever. kill absolutely absolutely cause you know you act, you actually go into like this whole old screen where like you see like the rifle get brought up to pretty much ahead and you're charging at, at someone yeah I mean granted there was a lot of room, room for error during a bayonet charge kill but if you actually got one it's like yeah here take this bayonet it's like oh my god this is awesome wow yeah previous podcast we talked about how visceral and actual like something that you do when it's visceral it's memorable absolutely and when it's memorable that means something to you 
mean, and Battlefield Five came out, and you know, one one did get get the clan together, get the, all the goobers together. Oh, I have. But I, is that just out of sentiment? Is that only after like everything that you did that you had fun with? Then let's hope that we have that with the next one. Because I have that personally with the Armored Core community, and I that I will talk about another time. We'll talk about Armored that Core. Time. Holy fuck! But is that like just a thing that like let's get together and hope that the next game will like pull off the same things? Yeah. Yes. And yes. And no. For for us, the at least from from my plan, the whole thing is the camaraderie. It's like okay, we know we know what we're supposed to do. We know each other's strengths and it's like okay uh nyc hit hitman like he's he's good at taking out tanks king king britain like you know he's good you know he's an all-around all-around player rooster like he's he's good as a medic me i'm good at, i'm good at support so like we play off 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 each other and of course we're all on mics all the time so like there's nothing but but communication wow did you guys? Did you meet these guys in game, or you knew them in real life before you got on the game? Um, all, uh, two of them. Well, actually, all three of them I, I met on online. You met them online. I found out that they live in New York, in the New York area. Uh, two of them live live within the five. Actually, one lives in the five boroughs. One lives in Jersey, and one lives in upstate New York. But you met them all online before you met them in person. Uh, the one who lives in upstate New York, I have never met him in person. Wow. I mean, you know, we're all, we're all Facebook friends, and one so like you know, we we talk on on a, on a daily, you know, sh- sharing memes and you know, nice, you know, uh, busting each other's each other's chops. And it was a, it's all it's all it's all a, a good time. Two of them I've I've I met in real life, hung out with them, you know, had had, dr- had drinks, and you know, had had an all around good good time. Yeah. And and some of the people in, in the Goober Clan like never met them in in real life. Don't even know who what their real names are. I literally in like real life had a family wedding to go to and I went to the wedding like it was it was like a family member that I don't really know that much and when I went there that guy's best men were people he played with on Xbox that he met in real life that day never met them before physically in person and was like yo come to my wedding and they showed up well, it, that's some shit that I had never fucking heard of before. Actually, it's not that that unheard of. When Modern Warfare was the was the big thing, at for for its time, a guy I used to play Modern Warfare with all, all the time actually invited me to his wedding. Get the I, fuck out! Did you ever meet him before in person? Uh, no, never met him before. He lives in wow. he lived in Pennsylvania. Unfortunately, I, I I couldn't make it. You know, I, I got an invitation in the mail and and and, That's and everything. Amazing. Like he invited me to his wedding. I'm like, oh my god, I'm so I'm so honored. But I'm like, you live in Pennsylvania, and I don't have a car. Yeah. Wow. Times are changing. <laughs> yeah, t- t- times times have changed. Like it 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 was just, it was just awesome that he that like because one day he comes out of nowhere. He's like, hey, I, I need your address. I'm like. What the hell are you my god? I've like I've known this guy for a minimum of, of like two two years, and I used to play with him like either every day or every other day. So like I knew this guy really well yeah. online. Yeah. And then I know I'm like it was like yeah come come to the, these two these two people's wedding. I'm like wow, holy shit, really? Yo, that's amazing. I mean, I wasn't best man or, or yeah, groomsman yeah, yeah. of that or so any of that. I'm like no, like if you did that to me, I'm like I'd be a little creeped out. Right, 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 right. Wow, though, 
That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was it was awesome. Mm. That's something that you would not get in in a fighting game community. That's one thing I did want to bring up. So I was thinking about this the other day too. Like I, I honestly like watch more Smash tournaments than I fucking rightfully should admit. So like um I've seen a bunch of different characters and people who play them who play like different characters or whatever. Um, from my experience going to tournaments, I don't often reach out to people who I don't know. So, like, I would go to a tournament and I would be the only person that I know in the entire tournament and I wouldn't, like, converse with people. But, like, I wouldn't feel awkward to show up to one. But in a first-person shooter community, being on mic really matters. It does. And being on mic and, like, being able to communicate with all these people... That's what builds, like, strong-ass bonds. Absolutely. So, like, fighting game communities, you often are not allowed to, like, talk to other people that you're fighting. No. For obvious reasons. For saltiness. Oh, oh. I, so, I, like, even in first-person shooters, you don't really get to talk to the enemy like that. Oh, but I am. I will, I will say, like, you meet some salty people on, on first-person oh, yeah, shooters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, the days of Modern Warfare 2, like, just sitting in the lobby waiting for the next match to start... Oh, oh my god, like, the level, level of salt, saltiness in, in, in those was, was ridiculous. Really? Oh my god, you, you can cure meat with the level of salt in that. <laughs> <not. laughs> okay. Like, it, it was just ab- absolutely in, insane. And, of course, like, that probably spark, sparked to me, like, like who who had, had sex with my mom, my dad, and everyone on Xbox Live. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But it was like that. That was Modern, Modern Warfare Two, like you know, in-game lobby because that was the only time you actually had, got a chance to speak to the other team. Yes, yes. And you know, like in those days, like it was very rare that you actually played against another team, and they would even have good sportsmanship. It was like, hey, you know, you guys, great, good, good job in that great, great match last time. That was that was really, really close. It's like, and yo, they'll be like, your mom was great. <laughs> they, they would, have, they would have been like, I'm just trying like pure, pure sportsmanship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, Brook, Brooklyn Yankee, like, yo, that, that, that was, that was awesome. What, what you do over there? Like, fuck you, by, by the way. But, you know, that was, that was still awesome. Yeah, yeah. You know, like they, they, there okay. was that. But you know, like when you try that in, in fighting games and you beat the other guy's ass, it's, it's turn, it will turn it's into a fuck you yeah, fest. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it, at that point when it's it's because it's usually one v one. I feel like that's a big part of it. Oh, a- if you're absolutely. a team versus a team, that's I feel like the the hatred is spread out more. Oh yeah, the hatred is definitely sp- spread out more. But as game, games have progressed, like you know, the lo- in lob like there's no real lobby any anymore when you're waiting for a, for a game to start. Mm, I never thought of that. Or even like you know, going to the the next game. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, the only people you're communicating with, if you are communicating with, is the people that you've communicated with the last game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, That's Battlefield true. Five is a known cul- culprit of, not I would say cul- culprit, but, like, they're, they're known for that. Like, the only people you communicate with is the people in your squad. And that's, I, I think that's one thing Battlefield Five I, I don't like about. Like, not the whole team, just the squad that's Your here. squad. So when you go into the game and you have to manually pair you, with the squad. You can communicate I know on PC you can communicate with the team like the full team but team speak on on PC is chaos oh, okay you got you got 30 
32 people saying 32 different things every five seconds. Jesus. So it's like, hey, hey, you, like, get this. Meanwhile, there's like five people talking talking no over way. you. There's no the, way the, that that's, you can't communicate that that way. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's, a, that's also what all 32 people are on TeamSpeak. Like, you can't communicate yeah. like that. Yeah. Play Call, Call of Duty, it's six on six. Yes. Like, okay, you're actually, you can actually play as a six-man squad. Mm-hmm. But Call of Duty is geared towards Lone Wolf. Yes. Hey, Halo is definitely gear, geared towards Lone Wolf because you're supposed to be a super soldier. Like, yes, you, you do need your team. But at the same time, you should be good enough that you don't need the team. Yes. Okay. I get that. There's you're, a few different games that tried out different mechanics, too. Like, and the idea of an operator... Where you're the person overseeing the match, you're not actually playing or fighting or shooting anybody else. You're just organizing your team and telling them where to go. Oh, Battlefield Four did that. They you were called the the commander. Yep. And basically, like, okay, like this objective's being being taken taken over. Like everyone, like converge up on this. And someone was saying, like, oh, I I need ammo or I, I need a vehicle. It's like, oh, I'm drop um dropping a I'm dropping an ATV or, or a and you, as that oper- the, the commander, would be able to actually drop off equipment into the field, right? Absolutely. Right. So, like, having com- a commander on Battlefield 4, like, it it helped things, but, but at the same time, like, you know, if you got a commander that had no idea what the hell they were, they were doing... It wouldn't help. It, it's but just, I guess it's that. just I think that's an interesting mechanic, though. It, it was a great mechanic, but also the enemy team could have a commander and then the commanders would fight in their own way like you would get proxy attacked mm. so like you know you're, you're a commander I proxy attack you for a good 15 seconds all your controls are useless oh okay right, so right, like right. you can't tell anyone like like hey go go out to this objective oh I can't drop I can't give you an ammo drop or anything wow. like that that's pretty cool oh it was, it was great but not many people played as the commander Right. Because everyone wanted to they, shoot. They want the points. Yeah. They they want the kills. They they you know they want to you know drive drive an M one Abrams or driving a pa- or flying Apache. So hypothetically, that's a good mechanic. But what would you do to change that to make it more incentivized to play as a comp- as a commander? Honestly, there's really not much you you could have changed as a as a commander. I mean, yeah, you can look at one one particular control control point and say, like, okay, like I'm gonna deploy some UAVs over there so you can see, so you can tag enemies that are around there. Like, say, control point B has four four en- enemy operators sit, sitting there, and they're sitting on these four four locations. Okay, you can have a team go in there and and wipe them out. But you know, you're the commander. Like that's all. Like you're you're basically. But what would you do to incentivize more people to play as commander? Like, I I would say uh, because you don't get to see the groundwork. As, you don't get to see the kills. You don't get to shoot as, the gun. Since the way the way it looked like in in Battlefield Four, I I would say like if they go back to the modern modern day combat, I would say implement drone strikes. Okay. All right. You 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 you. You're you're the commandment. I'm talking like sparingly, dr- drone strikes because if you have them very frequent, then anyone's gonna everyone's gonna want to play the commander. Yeah. But you know, like, but like you can't. The way I would say, I would, yeah, I'd set set it up, is that uh, you as the commander, unless someone's spotted on the field, you can't launch a drone strike. 
Oh, okay. Like you, like okay, like uh, someone spots a, a specific area. Unless there's someone in that specific area, you can't launch drone strike. So what if somebody on the ground has a laser designator, and then you can launch a drone strike wherever they point it at? That that could work, right? That could work. Like take take the laser laser designator, and it's like, hey, th- there's an there's an APC right right there that that's that's killing us. It's like, where is it? There it is. Got it. Drone strike incoming. I would throw in a different idea on how you would incentivize people to play as Mander. Body cams. Ooh. Body cams on all of the people on your team. So you get to see the action, and it's oh, like you're right like, there. Like like helmet cams that they, that yeah. they actually use in, in yes. real life. Yeah. Right? I, I, I can say So, so it's you not, you're just not looking just at a map. So like you're actually tracking a specific yes. squad, yeah, or or a specific flip the, soldier. Flip between squads. Ab, ab, absolutely, I would say I would say that's a that's a great mechanic, right? We should patent that. We will. We'll get there. Don't <laughs> worry. When we make these games, when we make these specific games, you got it. <laughs> is, right. is this before or after uh, we we patent bringing back the thirty button combos for more combat fatality? Um, before. Before we're not gonna we're not gonna do that to anybody. They, they don't uh, deserve that work. They don't deserve that work. They don't deserve the easy fatality buy-ins either. Did you just say buy-ins? You can buy easy fatalities. What do you mean by buy easy fatalities? Like in in game purchasing. A fatality? An easy fatality. It's like what's the hold, difference? Hold hold these two buttons. Perform fatality. That's not a thing. You just made this shit up. Shit, Bullshit. It was on Mortal Kombat X. It was That's a thing. sad. It was very sad. That's so sad. That makes that hurts me. Like that that don't. that hurt that hurt me seeing that too. I'm like, really? Really? Just like, don't do it. Or fucking learn how to do it. Anything else other than buying a easy face out that's not I refuse to acknowledge that. That's, there's no way. There's no way. I'm going to look into that. Go ahead. That's fucking outrageous. Go ahead. Mortal Kombat isn't made by EA, right? No. Okay, alright. Made, made by uh, NetherRealm and Warner Brothers. Alright, good. Shit. Alright. Oh my god. That just triggered me. That that seriously triggered me. Fuck. Alright. Look, any, any game that, ha- that has content... That has content that you can't unlock in the regular game is purchase is in game purchases. Yeah, it's like oh, that the, is a whole different talk. We will talk about that, that in the next podcast. Absolutely, absolutely another talk. Well, we're hitting up on an hour and thirteen minutes. Damn, dude. Thanks. I think I like this one. This is this is this is a good one. All right, it's a pleasure. Definitely, man. So what shall I call you on this? Brooklyn Yankee. Absolutely. All right. Brooklyn Yankee, thanks for a welcome, a welcome to the podcast. This Th- shall happen again. Th- thanks for having me. You got it. <laughs>